Linda, let's do this thing. Welcome back to the Surreality Podcast, where we're recapping celebrity reality shows from the very beginning. How are you all doing? I'm doing real good. Let's see, where are we at? It is Wednesday, March 22nd. We are up to our tits in snow and ice here in Minnesota, and it's finally starting to melt, and it's so fucking gross. But other than that, it's been great. I have quite a few family birthdays in March, so just been really busy and I had to make up work for being gone when I had COVID earlier this month and took a break last week from the podcast, but I am back. Let's see here. What do I have for you guys? Not a ton. Our girl Stormy Daniels is in the headlines right now and she is selling some new merch, some Team Stormy merch, and I think I'm going to get some shit. I think I'm going to do it. If you go to her Instagram, which is the Stormy Daniels, there's a link in her bio that has like all of her stuff, of course, like her OnlyFans, her Oracle card readings, but you can get a link to her merch and she's got stuff like Team Stormy shirts for only 20 bucks a pop. So I do encourage you guys to check it out and show our girl some support. Other than that, I decided to take a break from Surreal Life this week because I'm having a new guest on and I just haven't figured out when we're going to record together yet. So stay tuned. I have someone who has been listening for a while and we're going to be doing the next episode of Surreal Life, which is when they film (laughs) that three minute kung fu movie. So that should be fucking wild. Uh, So we'll be back with that next week. So in the meantime, we're going to talk Hogan Knows Best. And this is season one, episode five, Romantic Getaway, which aired August 14th, 2005. I don't remember this episode at all, so this should be a lot of fun here. I'll uh, go ahead and read the description of this episode here. Hulk and Linda decide to take a romantic weekend getaway and ride off into the sunset in a Hummer limousine. While they're away, sidekick and former wrestler Brian Nasty Boy Knobs will babysit. Nick and Brooke decide to take advantage of the situation and ask Knobs if they can have some people sleep over. Trying to be a cool babysitter, he agrees. The sleepover gets out of hand when some of their friends show up. And let's just get into it. We open up with Brooke laying on her bed in one of her classic neon miniskirts. And she has a pair of angel wings on. She's got a white zip-up hoodie with some angel wings on. And Nick comes up behind her and takes his slingshot and, like, sends something right at her ass. And Brooke, of course, freaks out and starts chasing him through the house. And they begin to have what I assume is just, like... Your classic sibling fight. They're wrestling all over the house. I didn't grow up with siblings, so I don't know what the fuck is normal. But at one point, Nick's sitting on top of Brooke and she's like, oh my god, he's gonna fart on me. He's gonna fart on me. And she's able to get him off of her and pin him down next to her. And she starts blowing raspberries in his face. And he fucking sends a... Pumpkin from Flavor of Love style loogie right into Brooke's face. He's 
four inches from her mouth when he does this and just fucking spits on her. And her her reaction is to laugh. Uh, I'm pressing charges. I don't care who the fuck you are. That is so gross. But I guess the Hogans must be a much more relaxed crowd than me. Brooke gets up and washes her face And she walks over to Nick and sees that he's got a huge hole in his shirt from this. And he's got a pretty bad welt. We don't know from what, but some sort of battle wound. And Brooke apologizes to him for the mark on his side, as if she doesn't have Nick's 23andMe DNA just sliding down her jaw. And she goes in to give him a hug to, you know, make peace or whatever. And when they start to hug, Nick reaches behind her and pulls her G-string halfway up her fucking back. I'm swearing a lot this episode, sorry. But yeah, her classic Victoria's Secret pink red thong with pink polka dots on it is just all the way up her ass. All up in there. And Nick just hightails it down the hallway and Brooke's like, Oh, Nick, I have like a raw butt crack. (gasps) It was funny though. Brooke is just, like, the perfect early 2000s girl. I love her so much. Her outfits are always perfect for the time period. It's so fun to watch her. Then we cut over to the Hogan's Cave. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean their kitchen. (laughs) The darkest kitchen ever. And it kind of seems like we've entered in, like, halfway through an argument between Hulk and Linda. Or, like, they were arguing upstairs and maybe one of them walked away from the other, but there was never any ending to the argument. So now we're just continuing on later. But Linda's just standing in the kitchen and Hulk storms in and he's like, Linda, how many times have I told you I don't want the house cleaner in my closet? And Linda doesn't even look him in the eye. She's just looking down at whatever she's doing and just goes, whatever. And Hulk continues with, it's ridiculous. I mean, two weeks ago, I I couldn't find my toothbrush, brother. Like, there's gotta be a way for her to be able to clean my shit without going in my bathroom. And Linda says, well, Terry, I mean, you're just such a slob. Your shit's just all over the place. She's just trying to clean up and I just have so many things on my plate. I I have to deal with the kitchen and the bills and the phone's ringing right now, Terry. Hulk tells her to keep this house cleaner out of his fucking bathroom and goes back upstairs and we get a voiceover from him being like, Oh gosh, just dealing with Brooke's career really has me and Linda at each other's throats. (laughs) What? And we just can't have a damn conversation without fighting with each other. And Hulk goes back downstairs and Linda's had a full costume change, so I don't know if this is the same day or whatever. But uh, he walks downstairs and Linda's still in the kitchen. He's like, so, uh... Are we continuing with this, sir? And she's like, well, no, I'm just making dinner, like usual. You know, just, this is what I do. Just typical, like, I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about, man. And he's like, well, you mad at me? And she just doesn't say anything, and he walks away. And then we get what I'm going to start calling the mirror talk with Brooke, because it seems like whenever they like to get Brooke's perspective of things, or on things, she's always in the mirror doing her hair, doing her makeup, like not looking at the camera, just talking to herself in the mirror. And this time she's in a hotel bathroom. They don't 
like mention this at all, but she's fully not in her bathroom. There's a hotel style hairdryer on the wall and like the toiletries and the fanned out towel and everything. So very weird. And she's like braiding her hair like, yeah, a big stress factor for my parents is my career. I mean, this business is just so hard to get into and they have so many disagreements about it. And then then they just fight. Then we get a montage of Linda being the original momager. Like, Chris Jenner who? Ever since we decided to get broke into the music business, it's been, um, like, a nightmare. My radio people overbooked Brooke. I mean, at some point, this got to stop, and it's stopping now. I'm over it. I'm the uh, manager of the house. Better go practice right now. I'm the doer for the children. Nick, you are sitting there drawing cars all day in school. The mother to all the animals. I'm the one that ends up blowing my cool. I wish these kids would shut up! So we see her screaming into their landline phone about Brooke getting double booked on a radio show and like helping Nick with his homework while he couldn't care less. Then she tells us how between dealing with the music career and the bills and the animals and the errands that they're just, you know, it's enough time to put on her fifth layer of blush for the day or, you know, have any boom boom time with Hulk. She tells the camera, ah, romance. I mean, I don't even know what that is. Romance? Ugh, couldn't tell ya. Then we cut over to the gym where Hulk is pumping iron and his friend Brian Knob shows up. Freshly bleached mullet. And he's like, so, uh, how are things going with Linda? Hulk's like, oh, gosh. Even when I just try to say hi to Linda, it's just business. Just talking business all the time. And these fucking kids always got their friends over. So we're always just being slaves to these kids. And we just got no one-on-one time, brother. Nobs is like, well, uh, maybe you guys need a break. You know, uh, get her out to eat, uh, surprise her, you know. Hulk's like, oh, well, who's gonna watch these fucking kids? Nobs says, well... You can trust me. Okay, so Brooke would have been 16 here and Nick would have been 14. Can they not stay home alone for a day, a weekend? Like, I know this is purely plot point for the show. This show, (laughs) Hogan Knows Best is an incredibly staged reality show. It's great, but it's staged. So it's it's done. Nobs is watching the kids and we cut back to the house and Hulk approaches Linda in the dark, dark living room with the handheld camera. And it's like, so uh, don't make any plans this weekend, Linda. We are. We're going to go out. I got the kids taken care of. Just pack your bags. It's going to be a good time. And Linda's like, oh, Terry, uh, who's going to watch the kids, though? And he's like, don't don't worry about that. I got it covered. And she's like, oh, I love you. So it's the big day and Hulk has pulled out all the stops. He called ahead and he ordered a super big limo, flowers, crystal, the whole nine. They say goodbye to the kids and walk outside and Linda is like, and she sees the Hummer limo that Hulk has ordered. And this thing looks like a fucking AK-47 on wheels. It's about a four mile long limo. That is like a gunmetal silver. Again, very early 2000s. They get loaded in, wave goodbye to the kids, and as the door shuts, Linda looks at Terry and goes, 
Are you sure the kids are going to be okay? Brooke and Nick give each other a double high five after the parents leave and they're like, woo, home alone. But not for long because Brian Nobbs pulls up about 10 seconds later and walks inside and Nick immediately offers him a beer. (laughs) So Nobbs is just slinging back Bud Lights and Nick tells the camera that his plan of attack is to get Nobbs to just get trashed and pass out because apparently Nobbs is a pushover and he's not going to say no to a beer. Back in the limo, Hulks pops open the Cristal champagne and they're just pouring glass by glass by glass and getting pretty tipsy here. And before you know it, the bottle of champagne is gone, which is not difficult to do. Champagne, I feel like champagne bottles are always so thick that there's like maybe three glasses in a bottle. Hulk yells up to the driver and says to pull over the next time that he sees a liquor store, and they pull into just, you know, a rinky-dink hole-in-the-wall liquor store, and he gets another bottle of Cristal, and he's like, so, uh, you get the Hulk Hogan discount here? And the woman's like, sure, whatever. And this bottle is $233 after discount. Hulk's like, oh, that's a discount? What are you talking about? I decided to look up Cristal Champagne, and in my area, it is $350 a bottle. What the fuck? And if you get the Cristal Rosé, that's $700. Now, I get that this champagne is actually from Champagne, France, so it is not just a sparkling wine. It's actually a full-on champagne, but holy shit, what's so special about it? If anyone out there has actually tasted Cristal, can you please tell me what the like benefit of getting that is? Also, I just want to mention, right after we moved to our city, our neighborhood, whatever, the liquor store in our town has a bottle of Cristal, like, in a glass case up at the front registers, and it's so fucking trashy looking. When I saw that, I just remember being like, ah, yes, we're gonna fit in just fine around here. So Hulk and Linda are getting pretty tipsy, they're getting snuggly, and talking about how crazy they're gonna get tonight, and Hulk tells her that they should go get a tattoo. They should go get Brett on their fucking neck. No, I'm just kidding. But he does tell her they should go get tattoos because Linda never wears her wedding ring and Hulk has Linda's name tattooed on his ring finger. And again, they're drunk. So Hulk's like, I've got your name tattooed on my finger. We should go get your name tattooed on your finger. Oh, I mean, we should get my name tattooed on your finger, Linda. And Linda gives her classic... Are you kidding me? And she's not down for the idea. She's like, no, not gonna happen. And they pull up to the Don Cesar Hotel and Resort. And Linda's like, oh, I just love this place, Terry. And they walk in and there's a ginormous bouquet of roses waiting for them. It's white and pink. Hulk had them sent ahead of time. And Linda reads the card and it says to the most beautiful woman I know inside and out. Linda is over the moon. She gives Terry a big hug and he's like, I love you. And she's like, I'm gonna cry. He's like, don't cry. It's cute. And there's just like nothing better than like having some drinks, getting your buzz on and just like loving up on your significant other. Back at the house, shit has already hit the fan. 
Nick is doing everything he can to make this day pure hell for Brian Nobbs. He's outside just doing circles on his like Vespa thing in the lawn, tearing up the grass. And then his friends Gregory and Jeremy, who also are just perfect 2003 with their shaggy hair, cargo shorts, and Hollister t-shirts. And they walk up, and Brian Nobbs, who has a crutch all of a sudden, uh, he's walking around on a crutch, and he hobbles his way out to greet these guys, and he's like, yeah, uh, I'm in charge, I'm Brian Nobbs, and I'm in charge, and uh, you gotta listen to me, I'm gonna go inside and get myself a beer, you guys are cool, right? You guys are cool? Okay. And the guys are like, yeah, yeah, we're cool, and then we immediately see the golf cart take off down the driveway with Nick and his two friends on there, and they're driving on the street, they're driving through a golf course, Nick is mooning some golfers at one point. Just all the shit you would see a 14-year-old kid do before TikTok. We don't see what Brooke is doing, but I'm gonna go ahead and assume she's just rearranging her top eight on MySpace. The kids get back to the house, and Brian Nobbs walks outside, crutch in one hand, Bud Light in the other, and he's like, where you guys been? You uh, staying out of trouble? And Nick's like, you hear those sirens? And we hear police sirens in the background. And Brian Nobbs like, that better not be for you. Nick's like, oh, it is. Oh, yes, it is. That is all us, baby. <laughs> and Nobbs is like, get that fucking golf cart in the garage. Get it out of here. Go, go, go. And looks around. And he's like, this is going to be a rough night. It's not even night. I'm never going to financially recover from this. No, I'm just kidding. Back at the Don Cesar Resort and Hotel, Linda and Hulk get themselves something to eat outside, and Linda's laughing, because again, they're drunk, and she's laughing because there's a menu item called the rubbed steak sandwich, and she's like, Terry, you get it? Rubbed steak? And he's like, I got some rubbed steak for you, and she's like, I don't know about that. It's like, come on, Linda, come on, throw your husband a bone here. And a server comes up and scatters rose petals on their table. And it's like, shouldn't you have done this before they sat down? That's kind of weird. Like, wouldn't that be weird for someone to come up like mid-meal and be like, oh, here you go. <laughs> anyway, they go back up to their room and Terry reveals that he has arranged for them to get outside massages out on their deck. So they get undressed, put towels on and go outside and Hulk just drops trow drops the towel dick a swinging and linda's like oh my god terry are you kidding me and they lay down and their massage therapist come out and starts giving them the rub down and linda asks who hulk got to watch the kids he just goes oh uh, i got it covered don't worry about it she's like you're avoiding the question and Hulk finally reveals he got knobs to watch the kids. And Linda goes, what? And she immediately sits up and she's on her stomach naked. So when she sits up, like, we do get a little like blurred tit action for a second there. And she turns around, looks at her masseuse, is like, e excuse me, okay? I gotta yell at my fucking husband here. You got knobs to watch the kids. I'm Terry, he's just not any better than an overgrown 12 year old himself. Hulk says, well, uh, Linda, what are you going to do? Just get up and run naked right now and do something about it? <clears throat> Hulk, by the way, has some very interesting tan lines. It looks like he tans wearing one of Brooke's G-strings. Anyway, back at the house. Nick and his friends are still just wreaking havoc on this house. 
Brooke is trying to give herself a pedicure in the kitchen sink, as you do, and the guys all up are on the floor above her, but there's an opening, and they're spraying silly string at her fucking hair. She's freaking out, calling for knobs, and he's just sitting on the chair, throwing back another beer. And then Nick is climbing on the rafters of the house, just like this big open wooden platform in the middle of their fucking upper level and he's just walking around like it's a balance beam and knobs comes in he's like nick get the fuck off there if you don't come down right now i'm shoving this crutch up your ass and make you a fucking popsicle then we get a shot of nick in his silver basketball shorts sneaking up on knobs while he's playing xbox or some shit and he blows an air horn and scares the shit out of him teenage boys are so fucking annoying (laughs) Why did any of us lose any sleep, shed one tear for teenage boys? Back at the resort, it is evening, and Hulk and Linda are all dressed up to go out to dinner. Linda looks like she's on the cast of Dynasty or something. She's got this black halter dress on with these big, like, feathery sleeves. It's fabulous. And Hulk is wearing the same thing he wore to the WWE celebrate what the fuck was that called the hall of fame he's wearing the same outfit he wore to be inducted into the wrestling hall of fame black suit black bandana they get seated at a booth next to a fish tank and hulk immediately gets to business he's like you know linda just my biggest goal my main purpose now is to help brooke with her music career brother linda's like i know Hulk then apologizes for being so stressed out all the time and taking it out on Linda. And he's like, wait a second, why am I even talking about business? I'm sorry. And the waiter comes over to get their order. And Hulk's old Samsung flip phone gives her a little ring. And back at Casa de Hogan, Nick says that he has to go pick up Ashley. It's nighttime at this point. And Brooke's like, well, why are you going to pick her up this late? Like, she's not sleeping over here. He's like, yeah, she is. Brooke's like, well, does mom and dad know? Nobs hobbles in and is like, whoa, 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 wait a second. What's this I'm hearing about Ashley sleeping over? Do, do your parents know about this? Like, what, what, are we, what am I supposed to do here? Then Brooke goes over to the old landline to call Hulk and Linda and ask them if Nick has permission for Ashley to sleep over. Nick gives a good told ya moment while he puts his finger in Brooke's face. And she's like, what? And I couldn't hear it over the commotion, but I'm pretty sure Nick was calling Brooke out for being a tattletale. But I mean, this is legit. Who the fuck? Okay, I know people do this. I think it's kind of silly to have her sleep over. 
Like, you guys are 14. You guys see each other at school. You guys see each other at PacSun. You guys see each other at the super meets or whatever the fuck they're called. Like, there ain't no reason two 14-year-olds that are dating need to have a sleepover party. And I don't even care if they're fucking. It has nothing to do with that. I don't care if they're fucking or not, but you guys don't need to spend that much time together. So Ashley's still in the picture, huh? We haven't seen her since episode two, the Nick's girlfriend episode, but she looks exactly the same. The second she arrives at the house, she's just arm in arm with Nick at all times. And we also get a scene of the two of them trying to sneak down to the Hogan's hot tub. Nick's in his basketball shorts and he's just given his t-shirt to Ashley. But Nobbs catches them and is like, eh, eh, eh. Hulk tries to play the phone call off as if everything's peachy fucking keen. And just as him and Linda are starting to relax a little bit, of course, fans one by one start coming up to Hulk in the middle of his dinner with his wife to ask for autographs and pictures and stuff. I remember when I was watching this like E! True Hollywood Story spinoff thing on The Wives of Rock. It had like four different wives on there, like uh, Dee Snyder's wife and Leah, who was married to Vince Neil at the time. And I remember Leah saying that that would happen all the time. Like she and Vince would be out to dinner and a woman would walk up and like rip her boob out for Vince to sign in the middle of a nice meal. Like you just don't do this kind of stuff, okay? Leave celebrities alone. (laughs) This is really funny though, because all the people walking up to Hulk are in like streetwear. Like, guys are in those 2000s striped button-up shirts, and the girls are in jeans and khakis and stuff. So I don't know what kind of restaurant this is, but Linda and Hulk are so overdressed. I'm here for it. I love someone who's not afraid to be overdressed. But just Queen Linda, in all of her makeup, her bleach, her furry sleeves, and she's got big, glistening jewelry on every part of her body she can... I love it. Look, queen. Look, queen. Hulk apologizes for not picking a dinner that was a little bit more private, but he does say he's got something real nice and private waiting for Linda back in the hotel room. When they go back to their room and open the doors, there's probably 200 fake tea light candles strewn about the whole room, and Linda just can't believe She's like, oh my god, Terry! And there's also a plate with a, God, I don't know, single serving of chocolate mousse, whipped cream, and two raspberries on a plate. And Linda sits down on the floor. Hulk sits on the couch and feeds Linda the chocolate mousse. What? What is happening? I need an adult. Like, A... If you're, if we're going to eat this chocolate mousse, you're eating it off me. You know what I'm saying? And other than that, I could go for, I don't know, a serving four times the amount that's on this plate. Like, just for me, not to share. Eventually, Hulk's like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pretty done with this chocolate mousse. We should, uh, we should go really relax. I'm going to take you to the promised land, Linda. And the evening ends with... A view from outside the building, looking at their window, the two of them kissing, and then the light turning off. Ah. It's the next morning and Hulk and Linda are leaving. It was a one-night thing. They couldn't trust their teenage children home for one evening. 
They pile back into the silver Hummer limo and head back to their house. Meanwhile, Nobbs is waking up and noticing that the house is a fucking mess. There's just water bottles, food, silly string all over the house. Oh, I, I forgot. The night before, they showed Nobbs telling everyone to go the fuck to bed and Ashley and Brooke laying down in Brooke's bed together and being like, night, night. And it's like, okay. You know, Ashley was to Nick's room as soon as the camera was off. Nobs wakes up all the kids one by one like, Hey, numbnuts, get the fuck up. What do you think this is? A Ramada Inn? We gotta clean this house. Your parents are coming home. We get a cleaning montage and then Nobs decides it's finally time to clean himself off and take a shower. So he goes into the shower that's off of their weight room and shuts the door. And what would you know it? That prankster. Nick and Ashley come around the corner. And when they hear the shower start, Nick opens the door, runs in there, grabs Brian's shit, and shuts the door and runs away. And he makes it back up to that random beam, the the rafter, is that rafter, rafter, <laughs> in the house. And he puts the bag in the middle of it where Brian's never going to get it, ever. Nobs comes out of the bathroom in Hulk's spandex tights. And of course, they're the red and yellow, so you know they're Hulks. And he's like, Nick, give me my shit back. Where's my bag? Then Nick decides it's time for one more gut punch before his parents come home. Hello. Hey, Dad. What? Nobs is going around in your red and yellow spandex, wearing all your stuff, chasing us all around the house. Tell your mom that all. Nobs is crowding around in Dad's red and yellow spandex trying to act like Dad. Is he drunk or something, or what's the Probably. deal? Probably. What are you doing? Well, I'm just sitting here waiting on you guys to get home to kick him out of here. All right. Bye. Love you. Cheers. I love when Linda's like, well, is he drunk or something? And Terry just goes, Probably. <laughs> By the way, when they show Nick talking on the phone, he's laying in Brooke's bed, I'm pretty sure. And on the nightstand, there is a pack and bottle of pills right next to each other. I can't tell what they are. They look purple, and it looks like it starts with a V, but it's not Viagra, and that wouldn't make any sense. But there's just a perfectly positioned pack and, like, you know, the pill bottle, the orange pill bottle with the white top of pills right next to the bed. Very intrigued what the fuck those are. They get home, everyone's safe and sound. Hulk brings Nobs over to the, I don't know, study. No lights on. No lights on at all. And he asks Nobs how it all went. And Nobs is like, oh, well, I mean, I'm all in one piece. But uh, Brooke, Brooke, I mean, that girl is a saint. It's just that Nick, he's a, uh, he's a conniver. He'll get you. He'll get you, that little fucker. He then tells Hulk about all the shit that Nick pulled, and Hulk's like, oh, just boys will be boys, and they get up and shake hands. Nob leaves, and Hulk brings everyone into him and Linda's bedroom for a family meeting, and he's like, yeah, Brooke, I heard you were a pretty good, you know, pretty good saint, but uh, Nick, I just heard you were a real shit, so uh, we're gonna really tighten things up around here, we're gonna, you know, you only get to use your phone for emergencies, and... We're going to put Ashley on the back burner and we're going to have a new bedtime. New bedtime. Eight o'clock. Sharp. 
the kids leave and the episode ends with Hulk and Linda laughing and being like, yeah, we have such good kids. But Hulk's like, we got good kids, but that's why I'm so stiff with them. Want to keep them on the straight and narrow. We don't want them to get crooked, brother. It's like, what are we talking about here? And that's it. That's all I got for you guys this week. Thank you for being patient with me. I will hopefully be back with Surreal Life next week. But this was fun. I, You know, I've said it before. I love to sprinkle in these Hogan Knows Best every now and then. It's a good time. So I will catch you guys next week. Please leave me a review, an honest review. It would be great if it was five stars or four, whatever it is. That would be awesome. You can find me on Instagram at SurrealityPod. And you can always send hate mail to SurrealityPod at gmail.com.